Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by GoDaddy. It's not every day that you see a legend immortalized. Just today, the Kobe Bryant statue, it was unveiled to the public for the very first time. And all morning, a crowd has been growing outside. And even in Los Angeles, the city of stars and Stars Plaza, this is something special. The crowd has been chanting, Kobe, 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 honoring the all-time great. And if you have a problem with the stance that he's in, well. For the record, Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. So if anyone has any issues with it, tough Because of course he did. That's what legends do. And now the world gets to see the first of three statues honoring Kobe Bryant. We'll take you inside the star-studded unveiling, which all took place on trade deadline day, where the Lakers' lack of moves it certainly made a statement of its own. Who perk thinks Los Angeles missed out on? But there are some sunny skies ahead in the east. Dare I say, even an orange and blue forecast. Did the Knicks cash their ticket to a championship? Richard and Perk, they see different paths. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today presented by... Go Daddy, Go Daddy. <laughs> He's Richard Jefferson. That's Kendrick Perskins. Austin Rivers is here. Brian Morehorst as well. I'm Malik Anderson. Yes. We're going with the pop collar today. Pop collar. All right, we're going with the pop collar. And although the Lakers didn't make a deadline deal, it was an eventful night last night, right, for the franchise and for their fans. It was Mamba Day before the Lakers took on the defending champs. And this is this morning. As you can see, the, mm. the statue of Kobe Bryant was unveiled to the fans this morning. But we got to look at it last night. So I'll leave you with one of my husband's amazing quotes. Leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. And that he did. A perfect way to unveil a statue for the late, great Kobe Bryant. The Lakers, they also wore special warm-ups for Kobe. They wore the Mamba jerseys as well. Fans, they were gifted Mamba jerseys that were in attendance to the game. We're going to start this one with just under six minutes to go here. The Nuggets were up one at this point. I mean, Nikola Jokic backing down Davis, gets in the paint, flips it up and in. I don't know how he does it. Denver leads by three. And then this is the ensuing Lakers possession here, Richard. You know, look, Anthony Davis, this was a great game. Yep. Obviously, Denver was able to get it done late. But to me, uh, the Lakers seems when, when you're done with the trade deadline, guys start to settle in a little bit. Adam Sandler loving it a little bit, too. Ties the game at 104 here. And then Jamal Murray gets the handoff, pulls up, buries the three. This is the Jamal Murray that we have been waiting to see, Kendrick. Absolutely. He should have made the all-star game, but not enough games played, in my opinion. Ooh. But, like, when you know, when Jokic is not really being – 
powerful than they defer to Jamal Murray, and that's a problem for other teams. Was this? I mean, look at this from Jokic. The vision. It, wasn't, it was a terrible defense. A terrible. Like, what are you doing? I'm leaving Michael Porter Jr. He baited oh, Come on, bro. <laughs> the reason why he conveniently. The moved. Lakers get the win. <laughs> Take a listen to LeBron James. LeBron, if this group um, gets some good luck with its health, that it's eluded thus far, eluded it um, for two thirds of the season. What's it going to take if you have all the guys to make the push to get you to a good position come the start of the postseason? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. We haven't haven't gotten that point. So it's off for me to, to, to say. All right. So the Lakers didn't really do anything last night to fortify their rotation. Burke, was that a mistake? You know what? Today is your lucky day. Don't touch me. Now, today is your lucky day because you were right. You were right. A couple weeks ago, Richard Jefferson was on air talking wow. about how they should trade for DeJounte Murray and how it does make sense and things to that nature. And last night was a prime example. I was saying the Lakers should stand pat. There's nothing out there that can move the needle. And I want to apologize to Braun because, yes, we know what Jokic is going to bring on a night-to-night basis. But Anthony Davis and Jokic, they counseled each other out. By the way, a healthy AD is a special Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. But Jamal Murray, that is a problem. Jamal Murray and any quick guard that the Lakers face is a problem. I mean, it's a sweep around the perimeter, around the perimeter when it comes to sliding those puppies. So I got to give credit to Richard. I believe that they should have made the move yesterday and got to John Tate Murray if they could have. Well, look, you just have to go look at your formulas in the past. When you had, uh, you know, different guys, where even when they had Rondo and you had a guy, a point of defensive tack, we've talked about the Milwaukee Bucks and, you know, the head of their snake is gone and they're struggling on the defensive end. With the Lakers, is very, very similar, right? They don't have anybody that puts that pressure on the top guard. They don't have anybody really in my mind that can defend that top guard. They've got big wings, which help. you got Anthony Davis behind you. That helps. But when we were talking about DeJounte Murray, it was like, wait a second. Him and Jamal Murray, in my opinion, going toe-to-toe, that, that's even on any given night. Jamal Murray going to have to play defense. DeJounte, we know, plays defense. And then you can figure it out around that. But look, the Lakers, they're 29th in three-pointers and three pointers made. That's not going to get it done for any LeBron James team in the history of LeBron James. 20 years, that's not going to get it done. So did they need to make a move? Yes, they didn't. This is their roster, but I do believe that they will settle in now that this is what they have and yeah. they move forward. Well, it's hard to need to make a move and also not be able to make a move. Yeah, when you talk to executives around the league, they were not surprised that the Lakers were not able to get a DeJounte Murray deal done. The price for DeJounte Murray from the Hawks, anybody, not just the Lakers, was very high. But I think there was a surprise that the Lakers did nothing, primarily because they're about a million and a half or so over the luxury tax. And um, not doing a deal to get under the tax could affect them in the repeater in years future. I know that doesn't make a difference against the Denver Nuggets. Um, They also didn't do anything to open up a roster spot so that they could maybe play a little bit more aggressively in the buyout market Mm -hmm. that's coming. So um, I I think there was some surprise that the Lake. Also, by the way, just from a money standpoint, had they gotten under the luxury tax, they would have gotten themselves an eight-figure bonus from the other luxury tax payers. So there was a big surprise in the league. The Lakers did nothing, but not necessarily because they thought that there was something to do talent-wise. It's funny just because the conversations that we had coming into the season, you said Rob Palenka had one of the best summers as an executive, re-signing guys, adding Reeves, Torian Prince, uh, you know, getting D'Lo back, Hachimura, 
Christian Wood was even a late sign, adding length that people thought could be a backup to kind of AD when he goes down because he, he is prone to missing games. They won the in-season tournament for whatever yep. that matters. It was something that people tried to win. They did. Uh, for whatever level that meant. Means. I, it means something. I Look, yeah. I, we could talk about the thing. It yeah. means something. So they won that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've proven that they could beat some of the best teams when they play their best basketball. This is a consistency thing. Mm-hmm. This is a consistency thing with the role play. You don't have that issue with Denver. Every single player in that starting lineup is plug and fit, bro. They know their role. we got to figure out ways that D'Lo and Reeves can continually have successful nights. Uh, but last night you saw a good example of just the level that Denver's on. They are the best team in the Western Conference. And right. every time they play a big game, they win. Jamal's calm and collective. And, I mean, they're Well, they're despite prime. what didn't happen, look, the Lakers are lurk- they're holding firmly to that play-in spot. They're mm. in ninth place. We saw the Heat make a run from the play-in to the NBA Finals. And when you look at who they could potentially face in the postseason, there's, there's some interesting matchups. They could catch the. Can they but, catch the Pelicans? Well, okay. Not not the way they've played this year. If they can't get up to eighth, though, right? They're going to have to win two single elimination games, right, in order to be able to advance to the playoffs at all, just mm. to make it. But how many of those teams? When you're looking at, we've talked about this. This is the Lakers, but you talked about the the off season that Rob Palenka and the Lakers have had. What Woj said yesterday is they kind of believe that their trade deadline moves are getting back the injured players that Gabe Vincent, who they've been without largely yeah, all they, season yeah. long, Jared Vanderbilt, who exactly. we still don't know whether or not we're. Exactly. going to be able to see him on the floor again if they can get this team back we see what they do in single elimination scenarios yeah. who how many teams are you picking over the lakers well i, I i'm not picking a lot but how many it's, I, I, again no 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 because again when truly, we say when we who? say well, no no i i'm going to get to it i got you what i know i'm just saying is like i'm trying to figure it out because it's like based off this team right now probably more teams than if they are healthy, then there's probably less teams. Like Clippers, like uh, I, I was in a different nugget. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But it's, it's tough because you're saying, like, right now, there's probably fully more healthy. teams fully, fully healthy. healthy, which we don't know if they're going to be. That's the only thing I, I, I'm well, trying to figure this one out. Because it's tough. How many teams? Well, 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 I, I, don't I, have, I don't have to try to figure it out. They're not They're not going to beat the Nuggets in the seven-game nope, series. They're not going to be, beat the Clippers in the seven-game nope. series. 100% they're not 100% healthy. Okay. Nope. They're not going to beat the Minnesota Timberwolves nope. in the seven-game series. What about the Suns? And, and they're not going to beat the Phoenix Suns in the, 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 the seven-game series. So that is four teams right now. They're, all, they're because, not playing all because, four teams. But, but they're going to have to go through them. Because Austin brought up a great point. He talked about consistency funny, from the role players. That means in the playoffs, you have to be consistent in the seven-game series. And then you have to be consistent again in the second round. You have to be consistent in the third and fourth round. So if I'm looking at this Lakers team, and again, we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers one of the most historical franchises in sports history, and we're talking about arguably the greatest player of all time. When you combine those two alone, we're talking about championships. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, so I think um, you can build a case with a whiteboard and a spreadsheet about beating some of these teams. Sure. Um, you know, and one of the things that happened last year is that the Lakers got a favorable matchup against the Grizzlies because there were some injuries and they had size advantage. It was a favorable matchup against the Warriors because, again, the size advantage. They don't have a si- they have a size advantage against Oklahoma City, which is why they've had success against them. If they draw Oklahoma City, a team that they have a size advantage against mm-hmm. and an experience advantage against, yeah, I can present a case. But the fact is, they're going to be an underdog in anything they walk into in the postseason. That's just the way it's going to be. And I would say this: they can catch the Pelicans. 
But they gotta, they can't mess around, including tonight when they play the Pelicans <laughs> on their home court. Like this is usually now kind of like must-win games if they want to do that. So if the defending chance, they also stood pat, right? They didn't really, we didn't see them make moves. We talked about how big of a role Jeff Green and Bruce Brown played in their championship uh, run, and they're not there anymore. So if it's not the Lakers that are going to be taking down the defending champs, is anybody in the West, Austin? <sighs> the Clippers. <laughs> Burke was concerned. The Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers can do it. They're the only team, in my opinion, that has a roster currently right now that can go that can go that can go beat them. And I don't think look if it was even money or if it was the same. Like I'm not buying Phoenix yet. I'm not buying a lot of these. They look teams. good though. They look very very good. And I think they got they improved with with Royce I love O'Neal. it. Yeah, I love that. I love that ad again. It just to me, there's two teams. And everybody else is trying to if, catch them. Again, yeah, if I brought my whiteboard out, the size thing is so important. I could demonstrate a case that Minnesota, because they have so much size, and who built them? Can Tim Connolly, same GM as the Nuggets, yep. can potentially, under the right circumstances, give them problems in a seven-game series. I wouldn't pick Minnesota. No, that's a, that's, that's a good point. But, but, but you, they can put Carl Towns on Jokic when he's standing at the top yeah, of the key. That's a good and point. And then they can put, but, but the they real, can put Gobert protecting the rim. Yeah, and, and, but here's the thing, right? Like, you're not going to stop Jokic. No, but no, no. Stop him from having historical nights, right? They got three bigs, okay? <laughs> but then you look at it, who's the next guy? It's Jamal Murray. Yeah. The Clippers have so many guys that they could put on Jamal Murray. So yeah. it is the Clippers. Yeah, it's really – you let Jokic do his thing. It's if you can shut down everybody else because Jokic, mm-hmm. I mean, he just walks on the floor and puts up history. All right, coming up, let's get to the Golden State Warriors because they've been on a roller coaster, but it looped through the trade deadline without a major move. But amidst all the twists and turns, Golden State season, Batman. it actually is looking up. We'll tell you why. And Giannis and the Bucks, they fall to one and five since Doc became their new head coach. Austin, wow. I think we need to buckle oh, up no, for no, no. perks. He's about to unleash something. Plus, how much better are the Knicks today versus 24 hours ago? Why our panel is divided on where New York actually stands. That's next. You're watching NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now, making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. NBA Today is presented by GoDaddy. Tools and support for every small business first. So just hours after the trade deadline, more than half the NBA was in action last night. So we're going to go coast to coast, and we're going to start in Brooklyn, where the Cavs 
They dominated the Nets to win their eighth straight. They've also won 16 of their last 17. Brian, what's the most impressive thing that Cleveland is doing? The way they get up after they've gotten shoved down. This is a microcosm for their entire season. Things were going badly early, and they pushed back. That's how they operated in this game. They dominated after this moment. They pushed back the rest of the season, and they are in great position to get the number two seed, which will be huge for them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Well, meanwhile, in Phoenix, the Suns, they led wire to wire against the Jazz. That's even with Devin Booker on the sidelines. KD, Bradley Beal, they both put up 30. And the team, they moved to 7-0 when Beal scores 25 or more. Perk, is he the key? Yeah, absolutely, and I was begging for more Bradley Beal last week when, when, when we were showing clips of him having bad body language. He On his three-game winning streak, he had a 40-piece against the Wizards. He had another 25-piece against the Bucks, And last night, that 32-ball, that 30-ball. Back east we go. The injury-riddled Knicks. They were no match for the Mavs last night. I mean, Luke had 39, 11 assists, including, I mean, the insane behind the back. What's more impressive, his scoring or his passing, Austin? Listen, I love his passing. He can see from all levels of the floor, but the most impressive thing about Luka Doncic is his scoring. That man had 39 last night. He scores every night. 30 pieces, 40 pieces, handing them out. They call it Luka magic for a reason. All right, let's head to Milwaukee for the Timberwolves and the Bucks. Remember, Robin Lopez... He was no longer on the Milwaukee Bucks, but he still had a front row seat, pulled up with a book. I'm not mad at it. Let's pick this up in the third quarter. I mean, Anthony Edwards, Richard, has been impressive. No, he has been impressive. And, and look, the roster that they have Rudy. around him, Rudy Gobert, Gobert, Gobert. Is our, I, but, <laughs> no, but that's, but that's part of the growth of this team. Look, they struggled last year. Hitting Rudy in that drop, throwing them lobs, gets the big man engaged, gets some rebounds, gets some blocks. But look, Anthony Edwards, he's but, the man. And, and how's he not in the MVP conversation? Averaging Rudy 20, Gobert? No, uh, Anthony Edwards averaging 25, 5, oh. and 5. My goodness, monster dunk for Nas Reed there. And then Anthony Edwards, he calls bank on the three. Timberwolves win 129-105. Edwards, 26 points, 9 assists. Giannis, 17 points, 7 assists. I think we need to call him Rudy Gobert for the rest of the segment. That's what we call him in Minnesota. I love it. The Bucks they fall to 1-5 since Doc Rivers took over as the head coach. They've been the bottom third of the league just across the board here. That's the bad news. The good news, Milwaukee has a four-game homestand that heads into All-Star break here. But the Bucks, they're back in action tonight. No rest for the Wicked. They're against the Hornets. They finish off a stretch of five games in seven days. And I mean, this was a tough spot, right? It was a tough spot for Doc to take over the schedule. The rest of the Eastern Conference, though, they're not going to wait around while the Milwaukee Bucks figure things out. Perk, what's your level of concern here? Oh, it's high. It's extremely high. And they, can't, they need to get Patrick Beverly in that locker room ASAP. And I'm not about to go back and forth with you today, Austin, about Pat Bev, <laughs> but I will go back and forth about this team and the players. This is not about the coach, right? This is about the team and their, like, finding their effort. Like, we're talking about a, a Giannis-led team on the floor, and we're have, and I have concerns about their effort. For some reason, I don't hear the fans screaming, Bobby, Bobby. Like, I'm not seeing that Bobby Portis effect come in off the bench. They need Patrick Beverly. They need him desperately <laughs> just for his energy, his well, tenacity. Well, and this is what Patrick Beverly taking to social media saying, someone tell campaign to take his physical. I'm trying to play tonight. But just even this tweet alone, like they need that type of energy in the locker room right now. 
My level of concern is a medium. I would say a medium concern because I look at there's always a transitional period. We talk about the Clippers being the best team in the NBA. Once they got James Harden, there were people that were just obliterating the move. Yeah, the five-game losing Hart, to Doing start. all of these things. And then all of a sudden, that system took in place. Then all of a sudden, they got healthy. They lost Zubac the minute they got James Harden. So there was a transitional period. It's different from coaching. It's different with coaching. I had an experience where we fired a coach, David Blatt, T. Lou took over. And even then, it was a transitional period. We won 10 games in a row in the postseason that year. We did not – T. Lou didn't take over, and then we went on an 8-2 and two stretch. It took us a little bit of time to understand who we are, what, what he wants from us, the new expectations. And so a lot of these things are going to take time. There's a high level of scrutiny, high level of attention. But I think, like you said, the home stretch that goes into the All-Star break, giving them a little bit of break, that, I, in my opinion, can propel them that final third. Yeah, I think uh, they just need more time to gel. It's, it's been, um, you know, first off, Damian Lillard didn't play last night or the night before in Phoenix or the game before in Phoenix. Yeah, ankle. Um, yeah. So that's obviously a big piece gone. Once they get fully healthy, obviously Chris Middleton is going to be battling some stuff. But this is a team in the distance is where they're going to be judged, and that's yeah. the playoff time. Uh, but there's a lot of pressure to get this done. I mean, who are we kidding? This is a team that we always talk about championship or bust. Then you add a player like Damian Lillard. This is a team that is supposed to win and contend right now. Uh, Giannis is in his prime. He's in his MVP era. So there's a lot of pressure added to this. And obviously they've had major changes. So this is going to take some time. Hopefully they can get it together like the Clippers have. So in this case, I can't use the whiteboard and spreadsheets to prove my point because that, that looks bad on the, on the, on the grid. But talking to people around the team, internally, they do believe that they are making strides. They do believe that they are improving their preparation and their systems and their procedures. And they do believe that it will eventually pay off. I can't present a case that it looks like that way, but the people who are around the team say that they believe in this. So I am going to trust them and say that I believe in it as well. But how high, how high are the stakes for this? I think next year. Is when well, a we, lot of the, you know what uh, I'm asking. I mean, there's only one person who can answer that question. You know, they had a very disappointing end to last season. If they have a, and they had massive change off off of that. Yeah. If that massive change doesn't lead to a, a good ending to this season, I don't know where Giannis is going to be, and that's just why I say I don't know. What is a good ending for them? Right. I Again, that, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, finals. No, oh. no, 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 no. I'm I saying, but next year no, would be no, the year they no, have no, to. No, no, no. Like this the year years. they have to get to the finals. They're and not, I don't no, want to. No. I don't want to hear this heartfelt speech about think. failure in life, and you have to go through fail, failure from Giannis when it do happen. Who's the best team in the East? Thank they, you. Who's the best they team? They They have. Y'all the ones that keep telling me. Okay, so you asking me to answer this then? If they lose seven to Boston, Boston, they make sure. This. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If that's the case, then why every single time I bring up something, y'all tell me about superstar power? So you telling what? me, y'all telling me about superstars in the postseason? And when I brought up the next superstar, okay, but are you taking Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, or are you taking Giannis and Dame? We haven't I'm seen Giannis and Dame yet. What, what you mean about, we haven't seen Giannis and Dame yet? We've seen enough of them. Oh, bro, okay, bro. Nice they got new plays, new offense. I think it depends on how it's a whole new team. I think it depends on how they lose, right? If they lose to Boston in the second round in a hard-fought seven-game series, potentially that sits differently. But the only person who can answer the question of what's good enough is Giannis Attentacumpo. What all of us say, we can all have different opinions. The only one that matters, really, is his. Definitely not first. Well, Coming up. Excuses in the brother going to jail. All three of the Knicks' leading scorers, they're out. But Stephen A., don't fear. We're going to tell you why orange and blue skies, they're on the horizon. Plus, Steph. Did you see him last night? 
He balled out in Indy. Can he? Can he will this team? Can he lead the Warriors to the best version of themselves? And it's Friday, Richard. You know what that means. We get to play our favorite game. Who said that? Can you move up from dead last? I, honestly, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by GoDaddy. The NBA trade deadline, it has come and gone, my friends. 16 trades went down. That means 40 players were moved. And just some key deals to remember. I know there was a lot. The 76ers, they brought in sharpshooter Buddy Heald, the Mavericks. They bolstered their front court with P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford. And then, of course, the Thunder, they added veteran Gordon Hayward. So it's safe to say that those teams, they have improved. But the team who arguably improved the most, oh, yes, that would be the New York Knicks. Because before acquiring both Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, New York's odds to win the title, they were 25-1. to 1. That's all according to ESPN Bet. Those odds... They went all the way down to 18-1, and one, by far the biggest change in the entire league. But that's not all orange and blue skies all the time right now in the Big Apple. Because remember, our Adrian Wojnarowski reported yesterday that OG Ananobi, he had surgery to remove a loose bone fragment in his right elbow and will miss a minimum of three weeks. You can take a look here. Some key players missing for the New York Knicks right now. That actually amounts to over 80 points per game. Right? But let's look at the big picture, though. They're currently tied for third in the East. They just made some impactful moves. So how much closer are the Knicks to being title contenders? Well, the issue is, in my opinion, is because we talk about how important it is for them to be high in the standings. You see that list of players? Mm -hmm. It only takes a couple of losses, a couple of this. Some, you know. So what I'm saying is that their team is more talented. They have better pieces around their stars. They are closer to being a high-level championship contending team than they were the day before. Right now, which we know to be key, they've got to be in one of those one, two, three, like in that one, two, three spot. If they drop down, in my opinion, two. They need if, the two. If they drop down past that, then they got to go either a Milwaukee and a, you know what I'm saying? The path gets exponentially harder. And if you're in that spot, your odds drop. Right, so it, to me, they are in a much better spot than they were last uh, last night or two nights ago. But those injuries, they the, where they're slotted is a big piece of it, and all of those injuries for a stretch of games that could really hurt them. What's wrong with you, Park? They're top five for teams. I got the whole league uh, or the whole of the East. The whole league when it comes to team 
uh, contenders, wow, out in, a stretch co- contenders in the league. I didn't interrupt <laughs> you. Please don't interrupt me. Richard, There's no chance. With that buck hide, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have the Denver Nuggets in no particular order, the Clippers, mm. the Celtics, the Knicks, and the Suns are my top five contenders. That is what they are right now, no matter what. Okay, I feel like they're going to weather the storm throughout this stretch while they're dealing with injuries. But when they get healthy, they're actually they're going to turn into the storm, and they're going to run off ten to fifteen games in a row, and we're going to be oh, back to what? T- we, okay, they just look, ran off nine okay, just, without making a trade. Look at this. Look at this group. So if you bring that back up, if you're without, in the East, if you're those teams two through five. There's not that much difference. Look at Cleveland, Milwaukee, New York, Philly. Those four teams are going to play off to play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see what happens with the Heat, but those four teams are going to play off. So, health is obviously hugely important. And then secondly, who can get home court? That's why that number two seed is extremely important. The number two seed is more important than the one seed. Because if you have the two seed, like think if you're Cleveland. Cleveland, we know, had trouble getting out of the first round. If they get the number two seed, that means you get a play-in team. And if you get through the first round, you get home court in the second round and potentially in the big matchup in that 2-3 matchup. So what New York needs to do is weather this storm, keep their situation alive to get that two seed. That two seed is a huge fight. It's probably the most important amongst all the top seeds in both conferences who wins the two seed in the East Hmm. is the real battle, and the Knicks are into it, but they got to manage these injuries. I think that's a great point. Uh, them getting home court advantage would be huge for them. Yeah. Uh, the problem is they do have some guys out pending injuries. We'll see how long that takes. It does help that they got Burks, Bogdanovich, guys who can help score, make plays. The Knicks are a good team. Um, they are a top-tier team. I think if any time with the drop of Embiid out and with Milwaukee figuring its, its, you know, its issues out, this is a team that could really contend and do something. Okay, so that's the New York Knicks in the East. Let's head over to the Western Conference now. One team who made moves to one team that decided to largely stand pat. We're talking, of course, about the Golden State Warriors because they were on the road in Indiana last night. Steph Curry, he was looking different. I mean, electric from the jump. We're going to pick this one up in the first quarter because the Pacers, they they couldn't stop Mm. his three-point shot in the opening quarter, and Curry knew it. He hit all six of his first quarter threes. Well, the biggest issue with Steph is that if he's attempting threes, you haven't done your job. And it's a very difficult job. And you see where he is. Your job is to make him – you'll give him a layup versus allowing him to get cooking from three. Right there, he had two people on him. But even then, if he's able to dance, you're not close enough to his body. But Steph Curry, he makes – everybody pay if he's able to attempt threes. They were up 45-34 after the opening quarter. Now the second, just over five minutes. Uh, Steph Curry, once again, Austin from the top of the key. He can shoot anywhere on the floor, man. Off the dribble, on the catch, his patience. Look at this. He shot like a 20-foot floater. I'll take that shot over a three any day. And on the flip side with the Pacers, this is the reason that they're not going to be able to elevate Uh. and be uh, actual threat in the Eastern Conference. They don't play defense. They one-sided. Well, that was All Curry's 10th three of the night. He finished with 42, 11 of 16 from three in the Warriors win. We know Steph is the greatest three-point shooter ever, mm-hmm. but but as Meek once said, there are levels to this, my friends, and Steph shows that yet again here. Look, he has 13 games with 11 three-pointers. That is the most in league history. Yeah, the, down, ten, the 10 more, it's even a bigger gap. When you go 10 or more, Clay's further away, in my yep. opinion, and then Steph's even pushed at. The 11 is... is that's kind of slotting it a little. <laughs> well, no player has more than four, Not. which is huge. And in, after the win, let's take a listen to what Steve Kerr had to yeah, say. Trade, please. 
we had a great start to the season and then obviously things you know kind of went uh, went haywire but um, this feels like the best version of us you know just the, with the starting lineup playing the way they are um, bringing guys off the bench who are, are giving great energy and effort and, and um, execution and yeah it's a, it's a definitely a nice run that we're on and um, you know we gotta gotta keep keep carrying it forward so let's do some little glass half full here because the Warriors, they've actually started to play some pretty good basketball as of late. It lines up with Draymond Green getting moved back into the starting lineup. And over that span, the Warriors, they have looked like their mm. dynasty, really dynastic form from the mid-2010s. You can see the numbers there. So, Brian, are they starting to move in the right direction? Don't tell anybody about this, especially here in L.A. Mm. Over the last 10 games, the Warriors have been the third best team in the league. If you got to give me my spreadsheets and my whiteboards, They've been the third-best team in the league over the last 10 games. They've won five of their last six. Last three losses they've had, two of them have happened in overtime, one of them in double, and the other loss was one by one point to the Kings. They are defending better. They are shooting better. Kuminga is playing better. Um, they are very quietly getting threatening. Now, I know that it's very hard to trust this team, but when Steve Kerr, someone who I respect a great deal, yeah. says we are turning the corner, I respect what he says. Now, holding on to it and keeping the momentum going is something else. But I'm telling you, while we're all focused on whether Clay's going to finish, what they're going to do with Wiggins, what they're going to do over here, what they're going to do over here, what's going to happen in the summer, they have very quietly, while on a long road trip, been getting the job done. Let me apologize to Steve Kerr because I've been very critical of him over the last night. It was warranted. So <laughs> let me get it was warranted. Okay. But respectfully I the, was right, the, but still uh, apologize. Yeah, but okay. a little bit because I, I kinda overdid it a little bit, which is cool, right? But at the end of the day, here's the thing. When I look at the Golden State Warriors, are they moving in the right direction? Yes. In the championship direction, no. But as far as their youth movement, hell yeah. Because it was a point of time where we could actually sit up here and say, what do these young guys actually got to offer? Like, what's their – like, we were wondering, like, what is uh, Kaminga is going to be in the league? What is – like, we were wondering that. Like, you sitting up here saying this, but you were the same one uh, making these faces, but you were the same one arguing with me about two months ago about how low his IQ was. No, 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 no. I, never, no. I didn't say no, – No, I didn't no say, basically – I said he didn't I, have 10,000 okay, hours. I didn't say okay, he had but, a low but, IQ. Okay, but what I'm saying is you were sitting up here – you were sitting up here with your face, fixing yeah. your face when I, I was this. begging for You're more You're supposed Kaminga, to be apologizing right now. But I was begging for more Kaminga. You was acting like I was saying something wrong. If and Wiggins didn't forget how to play basketball, he would still be no, on the if, starting no, lineup. If Draymond, here, if Draymond wouldn't have got suspended. Agreed. It, so a okay, bunch of accidental so, things No, happened. no, but it, but it took that to open the eyes of Steve Curtis – to yeah, show it the took world? multiple suspensions, and it oh, took God. it took multiple suspensions, and it took an individual. So what direction? Forgot, so what direction? Can what I direction are they moving in? Can I finish? You didn't let me can finish. I, what direction finish? are they moving in? I, I'm gonna tell you if you go ahead. Me, okay. Go ahead. It took this. And once these guys – once, what happened? Wiggins has been playing better basketball. Yep. Draymond is finally back off of which really feels like a first half of the season suspension. And we know the numbers when Draymond is playing, the numbers for their team defensively, offensively. So now Draymond is back. He's in the starting lineup. He has a better – he has a much better group. So now Kaminga is playing better basketball. But if the all-star starter in Wiggins didn't forget how to play basketball for 18 months, Kaminga would still be where he is, and that's coming off the bench 
averaging seven, eight points a game. It was a and, bunch of things that gave him the opportunity. But we'll, we'll do, if, if, Don't make it but, seem like he no, just pushed no, over no. these guys. It gets a little tougher. Their opponent, Indianapolis, is not exactly the Phoenix Suns. No. So it's time now for Setting the Pick, brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN, because the Suns, they are in Golden State. Who are you taking in that one, Perk? I don't know. I should have took off today. I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take, the, I'm gonna take yeah. the Phoenix Suns. You're going to take the Phoenix Suns in that one. Richard. Oh, I'm just going to go opposite anything he says. Okay, so you're taking the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Brian? I want to take the Suns because it's a com- homecoming game for the Warriors and usually don't play coming off the trip. But I think I think Steve Kerr has convinced me the Warriors are going to win this game. Okay. Austin? Yeah, both teams are playing really well. Um, I'm going to stick with the Warriors, though. You know what? I, I'm hoping that this is the beginning of them putting the run together and getting back into it. Well, Brian changed his changed pick. pick. Richard changed because his pick. Because also Booker is questionable to him. That's who we're probably maybe picking. Download the app. Download the ESPN bet app to get started. New customers receive $100 in bonus bets once they place their first sportsbook bet with ESPN bet. Can you guys believe it's been a year since Kevin Durant was traded to the to the Phoenix Suns? No. He will be in our NBA Saturday primetime <laughs> matchup on 8 <laughs> in Chase Center. Coverage tips with NBA Countdown at 8 Eastern. Uh. All right, although tomorrow's Saturday showcase is going to be great, will it be better than my favorite game, Rich? Who said that? Play along with us. That's coming up next. I'll start playing that with just perk. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Our influence is undeniable. We always push the culture forward, but it's important for us to continue to pour into the communities. I think the more we learn, the more we celebrate, the more uh, steps we take forward to be a, a better unit. Black history is American history. You're watching NBA Today, presented by GoDaddy. It's Friday! So let's have some fun, gentlemen. It's our favorite game. It's Who Said That? This is where we're going to take a look at some quotes that caught our attention and ask our esteemed contestants in Richard, Who Said That? Sound good? I, honestly, I'll take all the heat. Okay. Well, you are going to need to up yours because you are in last place. But to be fair, you've played a fraction of the number of times. Y'all don't let me come in on Fridays because Perk gets sensitive. Well, this is a minimum of two games played, so Austin will actually be up <laughs> for this time. Ready, Austin? You get to go first. Which quotes, which coach said, quote, Ooh. sometimes you get to, you have to go through stuff to get stuff. And right now we are going through it. Was it Doc Rivers? Was it Mike Brown? Or was it Nick Nurse? All three of them could have said that. You supposed to say Doc yeah. here? Right. Yes, ready? Okay, Doc. Did Doc say it? Ah! Oh, oh cool. come on. Let's put a quote up about this dad. Thank you, Austin. Go cool with you, Oh, boy. Well, if you couldn't hear so that. So funny. That you're one for one. <laughs> um, you're going to be on the leaderboard now, maybe even above Richard. Oh, that's well easy. Well done. All right, next yeah. up. 
perk. Are you ready? Yeah, Austin I'm ready. is ready I'm for ready. us to move on from our producer's little joke. Uh, <laughs> who said, quote, at my Hall of Fame speech, I'll be able to joke about how many times I got to enjoy Aww. some extra vacation this because I got snubbed from All-Star. Was it Jimmy Butler? Was it Rudy Gobert? Or was it James Harden? Well, Jimmy Butler and James Harden don't give a damn about making the All-Star team right now, so I'm going with Rudy. And by the way, he, he is going to be How do you pronounce that again? He is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Go brr, go brr. Was it Rudy? Go brr. It was Rudy. Ding, ding, ding. Tell him, Rudy, you're going to okay. be a Hall of Famer. That's my said, rookie. Uh, it will be. Hall of Fame speech, I'll be able to go to the time again. <laughs> I got to enjoy some extra vacation because I got snow for the All-Star game. Yeah. At least he has a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, I love it. You know, everybody was talking about Brunson and his tears when he when he got his yeah. first All-Star game. But then there were people that were criticizing Rudy for being emotional for not making it. Yeah. You can't have it both yep. ways, you clowns. You can't have it both ways. It means a lot to people. Yeah. So if you don't make it, it's okay to be emotional. We saw Clay get upset when he didn't make All NBA. So like, don't don't all of a sudden start picking who you want to who you want to mess with. Don't big, move it there. Yeah. Thank you. Obviously, All NBA has a huge monetary attachment, but it doesn't matter. These guys, they deeply care, and that's what we oh, want. Oh, that's, that's what they put in the work. I see the handle. handle. All right. Well, how about this, Richard? Quote: My job is to always look for ways to upgrade our roster, but you can't buy a horse that's not for sale. You can't buy a house. It works both ways. You can't buy a horse. I have horses on the brain. (laughs) Yes. Was it Mike Dunleavy? Was it Daryl Morey? Or was it Rob Palenka? Oh, geez. Again, all three of them could have said this. I'm going to say Daryl Morey. Was it Daryl Morey? Richard. (laughs) Richard is just not. I don't believe, you know, a lot of the things that I say half the time anyway. Ways to upgrade our roster. Um, but you can't buy a house that's not for sale. I really thought he said horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder how Braun feels about those comments. Well, we heard what Braun said. He did a little the when he Braun does the with his teeth. That that always is a, a very good sign. All right, this one's for everybody. But since Richard didn't get his right, we'll we'll lean on him for this. I don't partake Clay in Thompson. NBA discourse. There you go, on Clay the Thompson. There you go. The NASA's Clay or Jordan Poole? It damn so wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, Clay Thompson. Do we think that it was Clay Thompson? We know it was Clay Thompson. We know that it was Clay there Thompson. We go. Ding, ding, ding. He's above that. That's your extra credit. I don't really take, I don't partake in NBA discourse on the internet. I think that's such a waste of energy. It is a waste of time, Clay. And you spend a lot of time doing it. That's why I'm telling him it's my nonsense on the internet. You don't want to pay attention to that. You got Perk over here saying they should have traded him three years ago, but it's okay. That's why you don't pay attention to it. Perk, get him off you. It's the oh, truth. Been heavy today. It's the truth. I, am I, am I, and it's not facts. Was Three it, years he just ago? said it yes. He's been saying it for like two seasons. I have not been saying it for two seasons. You out. Well, I thought the clip, at least in the clip, it was a nice jacket. I'm not sure whether or not I, I believe anyone that says they fully, fully stay off of the internet. But I think that that's a good thing to aspire to, Perk. Do it. What time is my flight? <laughs> it's in Yo, nine no. minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, that was who said that. Richard, I don't know that you moved up in the standings. No, no, Austin got two. on the leaderboard. Austin's one for one. Two for two. But my yeah. question is this. Like, while it's cute that our producers kind of set him up, they give him a damn layup. They give him a layup. <laughs> like, like, come on. Well, I honestly, that, I, I, I didn't know he said that. I, I just figured... It was just such a cute thing to do for everybody. All right. Such a beautiful moment. Uh, Well, it's time for our panel to make their pick between the Niners and the Chiefs. Maybe a little friendly wager perk? Yeah.
NBA Today is presented by GoDaddy. Tools and support for every small business first. This morning, the trade dam, it broke, and we have gotten some action, baby, as the clock, it ticks down to the NBA trade deadline. Boyan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks. Buddy Heald to the 76ers. The Thunder did it! Like a closed mouth don't get fed. Right now, they're deeper than the Pacific Ocean. Shut up! No, they don't. What's up, big sis? I really want to step into this with everyone's expectations to be great. Love you, and thanks for wearing green. You know what? <laughs> Do you think you just walk through random sets on TV? I gotta be honest with you, I, I completely zoned out. Listen, we all have our rookie moments and little bloopers. The player that everyone wants is Austin Reeves. I'm him! Boom! Boom! Perk is sweating. I've seen Beyonce in the show. She's got wardrobe changes. 12 minutes to see whether or not a deal's going to be made. Ah, look who's joining us here! Three. Two, one. Is it really over? Where's Walsh? You're changing jerseys like the players are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was getting to complaints that I was showing too much skin. Hey, Stephen A, step up your game. RC, step up your game. Shay Shay, step up your game. He's about to get fired from ESPN. They gonna let you go because <laughs> ESPN gonna call Chippendales and say, yo, yeah. oh. he, he clearly wants a job. Think He responded. You wanted it. Look, I, look, I get it. I get it. As an elder statesman uh, on the planet, like Stephen A. doesn't like doesn't elder like the swag. On he the doesn't, planet is yeah. crazy. <laughs> he doesn't like it. But look, guys, we, we don't need to do. We, we, I said what I said, and if that was the response that he had, then you know, that's Stephen A. It's, it's Stephen A.'s world, mm, and we're all just living in it. All right, before the our week point. runs out, I want to I want to have Brian Windhorse is over at our wheel. What I want to do is. Spin the wheel, see if you feel better or worse about this team after the trade deadline. What are you doing? You're doing prices right. There we go. The spin was nuts. Uh, Suns. Oh, the Phoenix okay. Suns. All right, 24 seconds on the clock. You feel yes, better or worse after the I feel better about the Suns. They got Royce O'Neal. They got David Roddy. And most importantly, they're getting healthier. And they've been playing great basketball. I think they've won 16 of their last about 21 games. All right. Well, Brian didn't need a clock. He didn't need any music. Clearly didn't need Brooke. Oh, Perk's getting up to oh, do his. Oh, I'm getting, getting up. Yeah, I ain't really messing with you. That's my spin, the Thunder, oh. right? And I get it. Gordon Haywood was a great pickup. They need him in the locker room. They need him on the floor. Josh Giddy hasn't been producing. It's been the SGA and, and um, Jalen Williams show for us on the perimeter, but I'm still not there yet. They still need a big, a center to help shed out in the in the interior. So I would say if I had to, we giving grades or what? Yeah, we giving grades on the education of Kendrick Perkins. What That's you, what we giving grades. You Robin on, Lopez now? Nah, I'm just saying like we giving grades on this. And, and let me just say this. I've been trying to educate him. It ain't been working. That's the problem. All right, Austin, you, you want to take there, a turn Austin, at, come the, on. at the wheel? Let me come see on, what Austin. we got here. <laughs> do I, do I have to actually spin this? Yes. What if it lands on like the Blazers? What, what, what do you guys want me to talk about? I want you to talk about not the Blazers. Ah. The Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, talk about the Spurs. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I feel so much better about this team going forward in the future. Man, come on, man. Let's talk about something for real. Uh, help me out here. Help me out here. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. The Mavericks! The Mavericks have done go. an outstanding job. Look, this is what I like about the Mavericks. They needed some more roller. They got Gafford, right? They got Gafford. I like that. P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington. I, look, I, I like what the Mavericks are doing. They're slowly but surely. They're building some things, but we talk about people being on the clock. They're on the clock with Luka. They're on the clock with Luka Magic. Trust me, ain't got that much more time. Well, we have some great NBA games this weekend. We also have the Super Bowl. They did. Okay, good. We also have the Super Bowl this weekend. 
Who you got? I got Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Who you got, Rich? Oh, uh, I got uh, Kansas City. Put some money on that? Yeah, uh, down. How much? Two. 2,500. 2,500. 2,500. All right, we're going to check back in on that on Monday. Enjoy your weekends. We'll see you then.